The opinions expressed in this show are the views of the host and not necessarily that of WTRW, 94.3 The Talker, or the Bold Gold Media Group. The following presentation is paid for by NJC Investments, who is solely responsible for its content. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities offered through Lee Baldwin & Company, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Portions transcribed. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Your Financial Future program right here on 94.3 FM, The Talker. My name is Nick Colarossi. I am a certified retirement counselor with NJC Investments in beautiful Clark's Green, Pennsylvania. And I'm thrilled that you've chosen once again to join us as we open up this week's doors to the College of Financial Knowledge. Our program originates this morning from the luxurious corner office studio right here at the beautiful Bold Gold Radio Complex, located high atop the misty mountain peaks and fields of the West Mountain of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Our goal on today's program is to help you to become a better long-term investor and to help you plan out your investment year of 2023. We have a lot of ground to cover today. I'm going to try to fit in as many strategies, as many new ideas as I can. We'll finish up where we left off last week. We had some retirement stocks. We will certainly talk about that. And uh, boy, we have so many things here that I'm not even going to tell you this morning. I'm not even going to try to tell you what we can fit in, but I promise you I will get in as many as I can, so please stay with us the entire hour. I promise to make it well worth your while, and you will be all the wiser for it. Before we get to all that great information on investments, let me first introduce the man that makes this program and all of the other great educational programs that you hear on The Talker in the mornings, uh, into the afternoon, on Saturdays and Sundays. That, of course, our producer extraordinaire, Mr. D.C. Taylor. Good morning, D.C. Uh, yes. Good morning, Nick. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. For the last weekend in in January, D.C. Yes, get ready to wrap up January and uh, yeah, February. Yeah, I like getting out of January. Oh, <laughs> that's only 11 months to go in 2023. <laughs> yeah, and just, uh, and just uh, that much closer to, uh, you know, spring and that's right. wonderful weather. That's right. We'll be talking about that as we go. The music changes over here in the spring, I'm told. That's right. Yes, right? The bumper music and everything else. <laughs> yeah. So we'll look forward to that. But uh, right now, DC, we've been looking forward to a recovery in our investment markets. Some would say as January goes, so goes the year. Let's hope they're right, right. because we are off to a positive start for the year. Yeah, And it's not been straight up, but it's been a positive month of January. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a good, uh, it, it's much better than every month. It seemed every month last year being down. It wasn't, but it seemed like that. Right. And yeah. uh, we are off to, uh, not off to the races, but off to a good start. Let's hope that continues. And we have some information. We'll catch you up on all the news of last week. We'll give you some earnings report highlights and also get you ready for your investment week and your investment year of 2023. 
Well, DC, let's jump right into where we left off last week. We kind of rushed it at the end about the seven cheap retirement stocks to make your golden years shine. An article by Josh Inamoto writing for InvestorPlace.com. I just want to go over the reasons but for Inamoto putting these on his list of retirement stocks. And he said, it's whether you're coming right up upon retirement or if it's 15 years away, these are the types of stocks you can look to buy and hold through your golden years. And he gives us the reasons. First was Archer Daniels Midland ADM is the symbol, a multinational foods company. And he says it features a consensus strong buy rating from most analysts. The theme behind this list, DC, and these are his picks, not ours. If you have an interest in any of those, we can that, that's coming up, we can certainly help you do your homework and do your due diligence. We can get you out all the information you need to make a wise investment decision free of charge or obligation. Just ring us up at NJC Investments, 570-586-5030 at any time. My point is, these are not recommendations from us. We don't own most of these, DC. I'll point out where we do for clients. ADM is one that we do happen to own for certain clients at NJC Investments. And the second one is a food company as well, Hormel. And Hormel, I think they're the spam people, right, DC? You said yeah. you eat spam every day, right? <laughs> every darn day. <laughs> you can prepare it 800 different ways. Just says Hormel <laughs> delivers a balanced profile for a retirement play. And Inamoto thinks all of these are undervalued compared to their peers right now, or as of the time of the writing of this article, which was... January 14th, 2023. So when I give you the prices at the end here, they may have changed slightly. Vale is on here, V-A-L-E. This is an iron ore and nickel mining company. And uh, Inamoto says, Vale commands exceptional long-term relevance. Of course they do, DC. You know what you need for every electric car battery? <laughs> Nickel. Yep. That is right. So a V-A-L-E there. Phillips 66, he believes, is undervalued in the energy area. PSX, he thinks it stands to benefit from the normalization trends. Will there be a normalization trend? What does that mean? What does normal mean anymore, DC? Yeah. No Are we idea. opening back up fully China and everybody on board? What do you think? I, I think so. Yeah. I, let's hope this yeah. that we never do this again. Yes, seriously. All right. All right. Marcus, when this we did not know, uh, MCS is a, it, it says, Marcus is an aspirational investment and demographics dynamic. So what do they do? They own Marcus Theaters and Marcus Hotels and Resorts. And okay. uh, entertainment and uh, the service industry doing very well into the tail end of last year and certainly to start 2023. So uh, he, he says this has a 36% upside in his, uh, in his opinion. Again, oh, Josh Inamoto's opinions, writing for InvestorPlace.com. I urge you to check this article out online. It is on the free side of InvestorPlace. All right, we have two to go, DC. We have Nucor Steel. It says Nucor might benefit from the infrastructure build-out. 
if we get an infrastructure. I know there's a lot of spending that went towards infrastructure, <laughs> but I don't see the infrastructure yet. And eh, UE is the symbol there. And IBM, he believes, remains a sleeper pick in the tech ecosystem. And IBM, currently low PE compared to most tech and a high dividend, over 5%, I believe. Real quick, ADM, Archer Daniels, uh, trading at about $88 at the time of writing. Hormel Foods is HRL, $46. Vale, the mining company, V-A-L-E, $18. Phillips, 66, is PSX, which was $103. Marcus, MCS, $15. Newcore Steel, $157, symbol N-U-E. And IBM, DC, do you remember the symbol? Uh, IBM. You are correct, $145 <laughs> at the time of writing. Again, the seven cheap retirement stocks to make your golden years shine, according to Josh Inamoto. Well, thanks again for tuning in to the Your Financial Future program right here on 94.3 FM, The Talker. I'm Nick Colarossi of NJC Investments, helped ably along by Mr. D.C. Taylor of Bold Gold Radio fame. And we'd like to thank you for allowing us to be the soundtrack for your early Saturday mornings. Remember, everyone, if there's ever a question you have on our program or if you'd like to run something past us at NJC Investments, never hesitate. We love hearing from our listeners. You can reach us at 570-586-5030 or drop us a line directly through our website, njcinvestments.com. Well, DC, I want to focus now on something I saw in the news last week, and it got me thinking of an area of the market that might be poised to do well over the next few years. One of the sectors, one of the specific areas. Mm -hmm. um, I saw something on the Ukraine war and how many, we, you saw we were giving Abrams tanks now, yeah. right? Yep. And how many missiles and how many other of our uh, weaponry that we've given to Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And there was an analyst talking about how long it was going to take us to restock our stockpiles of these weapons. Not only give, when I'm sure there'll be more to come yeah. as far as what we'll have to give, but one of the missile systems, it was going to take three years, DC, just to build back what we had. Yeah. One was over 10 years. Jeez. So that got me to thinking about the defense stock area, aerospace and uh, defense. Yeah. And I started looking at companies like Lockheed Martin and uh, Northrop Grumman and some of the... We do own those for certain clients at NJC Investments, but Northrop Grumman's over $460 a share. Lockheed Martin, about the same, just uh, shy of that, $450 plus. Mm -hmm. So I started to look at ways that individual investors may look at baskets of defense companies, and I brought along a few with me. Now, full up front, we do not currently own these. I'm still doing my homework and due diligence. Therefore, obviously, it's not the recommendation from me to you to run out and buy these things. But I would think there's potential in this area, DC. Yeah. And this may be a way if somebody wants to add a sector into their portfolio and finds interest here, this may be a, an easier way for smaller investors to do so. So I brought along three ETFs in the aerospace and defense area. The Spider S&P Aerospace and Defense ETF, the symbol here is XAR, trading at about $117 on Friday, $127.90 the 52-week high, $91.37 the 52-week low. 
0.57% dividend. So you're not going to get quite the dividends that you would if you're buying the individual stocks, DC. Right. But look at this. Up 6.5% year to date, up over 9.3% year over year. Again, the symbol there is XAR. The top holdings in XAR include Raytheon, Boeing, and Lockheed Martin. It has an expense ratio of only 0.42%. You can buy it and sell it on the, on the market. It is an exchange-traded fund, but it's a basket of these companies, DC, as opposed to trying to pick the individual winners. Right. Next is the Invesco Aerospace and Defense ETF. Symbol here is PPA, and PPA trading about $79 on Friday, right up near its 52-week high of 80.52, 52-week low, 64 48 PPA up 1.5% year to date, up 15.1% year over year. We may be on to something here, DC. <laughs> these companies holding up very nice, especially year over year compared to the rest of the market, yeah. has a small 0.81% dividend again, PPA. And then the newest one out, less than a year old, is MISL, Missile out of First Trust, <laughs> MISL. Trading about $22 on Friday, again, close to the 52-week high of $22.80. 20.65 was the 52-week low, up a little bit less than 1% year-to-date, 0.3% dividend, but last week alone, up 3%. Mm. And probably with the um, announcements of those more weapons being sent over to Ukraine. Yeah. So, yeah. again, those symbols, M-I-S-L, P-P-A, and X-A-R, in the defense and aerospace area. We do not currently own them. We will do our due diligence. I urge you to do the same. If you have an interest in this area, if we can help you in any way, you know where to find us. NJC Investments, 570-586-5030. Well, DC, let's take a break right here. Let's thank our friends from Seidel's Restaurant, a great Italian-American bistro right here in our own backyard. If you haven't tried out Seidel's great nightly specials or comfortable atmosphere, you want to do yourself a favor, pick up the phone right now. Get your reservations to Seidel's Restaurant. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. When we come back, we have a lot more investment strategies and ideas to fit in. So please stay with us. Your financial future back in mere moments. If you're searching for a special dining experience, Sedell's Restaurant is your home for great taste. Sedell's Restaurant is one of Scranton's elite fine dining establishments, specializing in Italian-American contemporary cuisines. At Sedell's, generous size entrees are prepared with only the highest quality ingredients. So whether you're having a meal for business or pleasure, it's sure to leave a lasting impression. Sedell's Restaurant has mouth-watering Italian-American contemporary cooking with a delightful ambiance. At Sedell's, you are certain to find unique specials for what you're craving. If you can't find an entree off their elaborate menu, just ask the chef. He can create an off-the-menu meal for you. At Sedell's, the owner is also the chef. Sedell's is located on the corner of Main Avenue and Tripp Street in North Scranton. They are now accepting holiday party reservations and on- and off-site holiday catering. 343-6544. That's 343-6544. Make it special. Make it Sedell's.
Welcome back to the Your Financial Future program on 94.3 FM, The Talker with Nick Colorossi of NJC Investments and DC Taylor of Bold Gold Radio fame. On this last Saturday, D.C. in January, I'm looking out the window here, the big beautiful picture window looking down into the peaks and fields of the West Mountain. Doesn't look like a bad day out there. No, not not bad at all. It's uh, you know, it's good for it's good for winter. It's good for January. A partly sunny day today and uh, about 43 and a uh, chance of uh, rain and snow showers in the morning tomorrow and then just rain showers possible the rest of the day and uh, be in the mid 40s for Sunday. Well, I'm happy in one way and sad in another. It's not it's not going to be enough to build a snowman. No. Nah. But I won't have to shovel. It doesn't sound like it. Exactly. All right. Right. I'd like to thank you right now for plunking down this piping hot cup of coffee in front of us during the break. It's terrific. I'm sure it'll perk us up and get us through the rest of the program. What do we have today? Uh, One last cup of January Java. Last cup of January Java. Well, it's terrific. And we urge everyone, hey, why don't you grab a cup of whatever it is that gets your early Saturday morning started Sit back and enjoy the rest of our program. Our theme has been, D.C., to uh, get in as much as we can investment-wise, idea-wise, strategy-wise. And again, not recommendations from me to you, but uh, hopefully something here piques your interest where you can do your own homework. As always, if we can help you, you know where to find us. But I came across an article in the um, Contrarian Outlook last week. It's actually updated from December 30th. And it's talking about the number one performing sector in the S&P 500 last year. You know what that was, DC. Uh, Energy. Energy was the number one and I think the only one positive. Yeah. And the article goes on to say, well, it might be certain areas of energy might be overpriced right now. Be careful of the exploration companies. Be careful of the companies that have floating dividends where they're good when they're good and they cut the dividend sharply when the, when things are down. But they do give us one idea for 2023. The author in this um, article is Jeff Reeves. He's the Senior Investment Analyst at Contrarian Outlook. His opinion here, and it's a company that we do happen to own for a handful of clients at NJC Investments, have for many years. It has a very nice dividend yield. It is not an exploration company, but an MLP. And we talked about some of the MLP funds last week. And this is an individual company, Enbridge Incorporated, symbol E-N-B. It's focused more on the energy infrastructure side of things, Uh, the tanks, the storage tanks, the pipelines, processing facilities. It doesn't have the same recognition of a lot of the big cap tech out there, but it looks like it can hold up that dividend. Current dividend yield on E-N-B is 6.5%. Um, can't find that in the money market anywhere, DC. No. Of course, we're we're comparing apples and oranges there. <laughs> but if you're looking for dividend stocks this year, this may be one to do some homework, some work into. One of the largest midstream companies in North America operating a network of pipelines, storage facilities for both oil and gas. And it's it's a very, very integral part of the global supply chain for energy. And DC, we're going to need this stuff for years to come. I don't care how fast they think we can move to the green new world. Right. Um, <laughs> it's going to take some time. Yeah. And this is, uh, they do not have direct exposure, according to Reeves, 
to the ups and downs of energy prices. It's just the flow of energy coming through their pipelines and storage. Price of Enbridge about just shy of $41 on Friday, 52-week high on ENB, 47.67, 52-week low, 35.02. Here's what caught my attention, DC. We've been looking for value. We've been looking for things that may be undervalued compared to their peers. It, this has a 20.8% current PE ratio, but a forward PE going into 2023, 9.92% forward PE, which may be on sale compared to its competitors, 6.5% dividend up 4.6% already in 2023. And it didn't have that big run up in 2022. It was flat year over year, but starting to tick up, up 4.6% on ENB to start 2023. That again, an article, if you'd like to check it out from Jeff Reeves, writing for our Contrarian Outlook on December 30th, 2022. Thanks again for tuning in to the Your Financial Future program on 94.3 FM, The Talker. And thanks for helping to make us the number one financial hour in all of Northeastern Pennsylvania and beyond. DC, we go across the state. Mm-hmm. We go across the country. Yeah. We even go, we're in France, Germany, um, all of many, many countries. We Catmandu, right? Cat we said do, on right? the, <laughs> po- don't forget, we have a podcast platform on many uh, of all the top podcasts. If you miss any of the program, you can always go back. It's absolutely free to download on the podcast program. And when you're traveling, DC Taylor will tell you how to tune us in. Radio Bold. That is the uh, app for your mobile devices. R-A-D-I-O-B-O-L-D. You can listen to the live stream of uh, all the great Radio Bold stations, including uh, 94.3 FM, The Talker. So you go, oh, it's Saturday morning, 9 o'clock. Or if you're out on the West Coast, you're like, hey, it's Saturday morning, 6 o'clock. It's time to uh, <laughs> time to listen to your financial app- future. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you, DC. Uh And before we get into our market update, I want to fit in one more uh, strategy here. We had a question in Mitchell's mailbag, and we have Mitchell's mailbag coming up in just a little bit. Mm -hmm. But we had a question last week about what do you do if we're in a recession? And there's a lot of different answers to that question. Some areas of the market will certainly do well. Um, Some will not do as well. Um, There will be different investment categories, maybe bonds and treasury bonds. I thought a little bit more about it, and I wanted to remind everybody about gold and silver, GLD and SLV. Now, GLD is the spider ETF for gold. It follows bullion up and down. So if gold is moving up, you're moving up with it exactly, just about exactly, I should say. And the same with the iShares Silver Fund, Silver Trust, it it follows the price of the silver bullion up and down. And year to date, now gold did not have a good year, and it surprised me last year. It was up slightly at the end of the year. But year to date, GLD is up 5.8%. That has been traditionally, and it doesn't, what is past performance, DC? Uh, Not a guarantee of future results. Absolutely not. But traditionally, gold is looked at as a hedge against inflation, a hedge against recessions, times of trouble, times of war, so on. Didn't really move that much last year, but off to a good start on GLD year to date. Now, SLV, the silver iShares ETF, down 1.5% to start 
2023, but up 3% year over year. That's trading at about 21, down from uh, 2480, the 52-week high. GLD on Friday trading in the 179 area, down from a 52-week high of 193.30. And two other areas I want to let everybody know that we do have investments in at NJC Investments, and everybody's been looking towards this area. We do, yes, we do carry CDs. Everything that we do goes through Fidelity Investments, Mm -hmm. and Fidelity scours the country for the best rates. So we had some CDs last week in the 4.6% range for one year. And we have all different denominations and categories and also treasury bonds, three month, six month, nine month, one year, two year treasury bonds all over, well, mostly over 4% right now on yield basis. So those are also areas if you're looking to be defensive and there's a debate going on in the markets, right? We have half, half the analysts out there, DC saying we're going to have a melt up Uh. and we've been off to a pretty good melt up so far in January. The other half saying, no, no, no. We're going into a recession. We're going to set new lows before we go higher in the end of the year. Who's right, DC? <laughs> no idea. No idea either. <laughs> Nobody knows for certain. Are there experts out there? Uh, not a one. Not just uh, just some folks who can uh, who who have better track records of uh, calling you know yeah guesswork. And, <laughs> and not a one of them one hundred percent right. 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 Of course. They're, they're always going to get it wrong along the way. So. Yeah. Your instincts, your homework are just as important as any of their advice. Mm -hmm. So keep diversified. Keep across all categories. Keep, I would say, more defensive to start the year. And let's see what happens with the Federal Reserve. We'll talk about that in just a bit. But we do offer CDs. We do offer treasury bonds. And we have ways to invest in gold and silver if that's something that might be suitable for your investment portfolio. Well, DC, we've come to my favorite part of the program where we like to catch you up on where we stand year to date in our capital markets. But before we do that, you know that I always like to give you that hot tip on some of the best investments that you can ever make. That is investing in your family, investing in yourself, and investing in your own community. Have a great community event. Wonderful for the entire family. Yeah. And it's today, right after the program, looking for something to do and have the winter blahs. Uh-huh. 11 a.m. this morning at the great Dietrich Theater in Tunkhannock, one of the old originals, DC. Yeah. There's not enough of those left, in my opinion. One right. of the great classic movie houses. They will be showing Shrek. Oh, nice. Now, Shrek is. It's getting it's it's like a classic now, right? It, it is. It's uh, I think it's at least twenty years. Now. How about that? Yeah. Time flies, uh-huh. but this is great for the kids, the grandkids, even you. Yeah, when you were a youngster, it was playing right. <laughs> right. So Shrek t- today at eleven a.m. Absolutely free admission. This is a great place. Dietrich Theater does so much for the community. Great for the entire family. The Dietrich Theater is at 60 East Tioga Street, right in the heart of downtown Tunkana. Can't miss it. A great free event for the entire family starts at 11 a.m. today. Nice. What do you have for us, DC? 
Uh, this afternoon, Amvet's Post 59 on Fellows Avenue in Hanover Township is having a spaghetti dinner. One till five this afternoon includes homemade meatballs and a cannoli. Nice. <laughs> Proceeds benefit veterans charities. Tickets available at the door. You can eat it there or uh, take it on home, home with you. That's uh, Amvet's Post 59, Fellows Avenue, Hanover Township, one till five today. You get to take the cannoli and take the meatballs. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> All right. All right. Well, thanks, DC. You got it. Time to get back to finance. Here's where we stand in our markets as of January 27th, 2023. The Dow Jones Industrial Average up 2.8% to start the year, finishing out January. S&P up 6.3%, DC. And the NASDAQ, the one we're told to stay away from, right? Yeah. You don't want any growth in there, right? right this right. is why you stay diversified up 11.3%. So far this year, defying all the experts. Right. So uh, stay diversified, have a little bit of everything until we see the smoke clear as the Federal Reserve hopefully is coming near the end of the rate hike cycle. Price of a barrel of oil is seventy nine forty. Not much movement da- down slightly week, um, yeah, week over week. Mm-hmm. And a ten year Treasury yield is three point five. It's been in that range now for months. Yeah. So the inflation gauge is not going up. We've had inflation reports for the last four months come down. We're seeing a slowing in many of the economic data that comes in. And the Federal Reserve still talking tough. I think that changes, DC. I, yeah. I hope so. Okay. So I, I think that can give the market a boost as we go through the first quarter. Let me just highlight a few important earnings reports from last week. We'll start with Microsoft. And Microsoft, DC, they had their slowest revenue growth in six years, but mm. they still had $52 billion in revenue, up, up from $50 billion right. quarter over quarter. I don't think that's so bad. Right. There is definitely a slowdown in the economy. They talked about that. The stock originally went up after hours, opened sharply lower the next morning, then finished positive that day. What this type of action is showing me is the selling on big tech, the big names out there, may be overdone and people are tired of selling. We started down but ended up. Okay. We had Intel out last week, actually on Friday, and they were also very slow. Um, they were down over 10% at one point on their stock price. They missed on earnings per share. They missed on revenues. It gave a kind of a dour forecast. Intel's been leaning more towards the PC market than anything else, mm-hmm. although they've been diversifying. But the PC market's certainly slowing down from the pandemic years. Everybody's not at home on their PCs anymore or ordering new ones. Right. So Intel, a, a really negative quarter on uh, Friday. But let's go to the bright spot. Let me just give you an idea, DC, on Intel's revenues. They were $15 billion in the quarter with a profit of $1 billion, so still profitable. Right. $1 billion is pretty good on profit, right? Okay. Um, but if you look at them a year ago, that $15 billion they came in with this this week was $19 billion last year. Yeah. And that $1 billion profit was near $7 billion last year. Right. So that's why the uh, slowdown in the stock, slowdown in the price. Let's look at the bright spot from last week, and that was Tesla. Elon Musk is all over the place, DC. Yeah. He was on the conference call. Tesla had record car deliveries. They were very optimistic on their forecast for the rest of 2023. And the one thing with Tesla you need to look at here, the stock is down 45 
4% over the last six months coming into this earnings report. They're trading at 37 times earnings, a 37 PE, which might seem high to most, but for a growth company like this, let's look at it this way. Over the last 12 quarters, they've been trading at 184 times earnings. Now at at 37 times earnings, really got a big boost out of um, their earnings report. Tesla, which you could have bought for about $100 a share uh, just a few weeks back is currently trading at just around $180 now, DC. They're still down from $384.29 over the last 52 weeks, but Tesla is certainly a leader. It's the granddaddy of the electric vehicles, yeah. and they have leadership in so many ways, battery technology and everything else. So a good quarter for TSLA. One more piece of information, news from last week, D.C., the GDP for the fourth quarter came in. Of course, this is rearview looking. Yeah. It was the fourth quarter. They were more concerned about what's going to happen first, second, third here. But the fourth quarter did come in better than expectations slightly. 2.9% growth in the fourth quarter, very respectable number. Mm-hmm. And uh, the market did get a little bit of a bounce up on that uh, news, and it, it's good. We don't want a negative GDP. Most analysts think we will go into a recession two more quarters of negative GDP sometime in 2023. We will see. We had that in 2022 in the first and second quarter. They neglected to call that a recession for some reason. Right. I don't know why. I don't know. It's a recession. Yeah. Um, I think we're out of that recession. The third and the fourth quarter were positive. Now we have to worry about first, second, third quarter of this year. And if we go two consecutive quarters, we'll see this year, DC. You think they'll call it a recession if we do that? Uh, no, I think they'll uh, they'll try to we- weasel their way around that, too. <laughs> well, we'll call it a recession, exactly. but we don't know. Nobody knows for certain, so we'll keep an eye on that as we go. Well, DC, it's time to thank our friends at Montrose Motors for sponsoring this portion of our program. A great family dealership, a short country drive, they say, out to uh, beautiful Montrose, Pennsylvania. Right. They have a great lineup. The new Fords are all there. What else do they have? Uh, Top quality pre-owned vehicles, whatever your budget, whatever your needs are for a vehicle, uh, they will help you find the the one that is perfect for you. They got it all. They have a great service department, very family friendly. That's important, too. Check out my pals at Montrose. Motors because I'm sure they'll make you a great deal on your next vehicle. Your financial future back after these brief messages. I hope you'll please stay with us. Looking for a dealership where you'll feel right at home the minute you walk into the showroom? This describes Montrose Motors to a T. You know, that Ford dealership in the great little town of Montrose, Pennsylvania? Not only do they have a great selection of new Ford vehicles in stock, they also have an equal amount of quality pre-owned cars, SUVs, and trucks. It's just a short country drive to the no-hassle Ford dealer Montrose Motors on Grow Avenue. Ask for Andy Bennett or Doug Thomas. These guys really have never met a stranger. You'll end up friends. Nestled in the rolling hills of beautiful Clark's Green, Pennsylvania, you will find NJC Investments, a capable small-town firm with local values working right here for the citizens of our own community. Whether it's retirement planning, college planning, or just building up that long-term nest egg, the advisors at NJC Investments have decades of experience helping your neighbors achieve their goals. Why don't you get to know NJC Investments, too? You can reach us at 570-586-5030. That's 570-586-5030. 
5030. And we welcome you to join us weekly as we broadcast the Your Financial Future program on 94.3 FM The Talker, Saturdays at 9 a.m. NJC Investments, helping to take the mystery out of your financial future. Securities offered through Lee Baldwin Company, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Welcome back to the Your Financial Future program here on 94.3 FM, The Talker with Nick Colarossi from NJC Investments. I'm DC Taylor producing this thing uh, over here on this uh, this side of the uh, massive soundboard and over on that side over the uh, sitting over on his table there with all his stuff. His info ready to give to you. It's Nick. Hi, Nick. Hi, hi, DC. I certainly have a stack of stuff today, don't I? You sure do. I've got more to go. But before I go there, let's remind everyone, don't forget to check out my pal DC Taylor weeknights on our sister station, The River, 105-1035, The River, great classic rock program, 4 till 8, 4 till 7 on Fridays. We don't know where he goes at 7 o'clock on Fridays, <laughs> but uh, it's a great show, DC. Thank wit, you. wit and wisdom and great music. I appreciate you tuning in. Absolutely. Urge everyone to do the same. Thank you. Let's move on quickly, DC, to the covered call area where, where our theme is a little bit more defensive. Um, what if we go into a recession? What types of um, investments would we like to uh, at least do some research on? And I'm going to give you three of the largest covered call funds out there and how they're doing year to date. Now, we do own one of these currently, and I'm looking at the other two. The, the thought behind covered calls, they're selling options against their positions, bringing those premiums in turning around and paying you a dividend. Now, since they went so far down in 2022, many see them as a value here. We'll see how that plays out. But they do have high dividend rates. Why? What happens when the price goes down, DC, to that dividend and the percentage value? It goes up. It certainly does. So pay close attention to these dividends. Now, this is not a... We're not saying that these are going to go straight up. Right. It's just another idea for you to do your homework, your due diligence to see if this might be something of interest for your portfolio. And I, at the end of this, have a pen and pad ready if you're at home. If you're driving, remember, you can go back to our website, njcinvestments.com or any of the podcast platforms and rehear this portion of the program. I am going to give you a great um, site, website that covers... ETFs and specifically covered calls and all the things that are working right now and what's what's been the best performance, what's been the worst, and what's the new ones. I think you'll find that very interesting to uh, to uh, do some research on, but stay tuned for that. The covered calls that I want to uh, review today, DC, I'll start with the largest covered call fund out there, and that is the Global X NASDAQ 100 Covered call ETF. So this is the growth area, NASDAQ 100, then the uh, growth stock area is supposed to be the uh, worst performer. It is the best performer of the three Mm -hmm. year to date. Again, this is the largest covered call ETF in the world. Symbol QYLD. Trading just shy of $17 on Friday, 52-week high, 2109, 52-week low, 15. Here's the interesting part. Year to date, this fund is up 6.1%, and we're not even all the way through January. 
And even more important and more impressive, the dividend yield, 12.76%. This is a way, DC, in my opinion, if you want to be on the equity side of things, why not get paid while you're waiting for a rebound in those prices? Sure. That 12.76% looks uh, quite high as a dividend yield, but that, again, because it was down so low in 2022. One of the other Global X funds that you'll find is one of the largest, the Global X S&P 500 Covered Call ETF, symbol here, XYLD. Now, this one is easy. It replicates the S&P 500 by owning all of the index's individual components in substantially the same weightings, while again, writing those covered call options to uh, bring in those premiums to pay you. The price of the XYLD on Friday, 40, just over 40, we'll say 4070. Uh, 52 week high, 4992. 52-week low, 3728. This has a 12.83% current dividend yield. 12.8 DC. Mm. You're getting the SP 500. It's kind of like having an index fund mm -hmm. with a big dividend. Yeah. Okay. 12.83% right. dividend, up 3.23% year to date. Again, the symbol there, XYLD. We'll finish up with one that we do own for certain investors at NJC Investments and have for some time. It's the Global X Russell 2000 covered call ETF. R-Y-L-D. R-Y-L-D is your symbol. This covers more of the small cap stock area. It's up 2.6% year to date, trading about just over $19 per share on Friday. 24.10 is the 52-week high. 18.25, the 52-week low, so certainly closer to the low than the high, has a current dividend yield of 13%. 13%. Yeah. All right. Again, that symbol, R-Y-L-D. We talked also about the NASDAQ 100 covered call list, Q-Y-L-D. And we also talked about the S&P 500 covered call ETF from Global X, X-Y-L-D. If you need more information on any of those or the specifics on how they work with those high dividend yields, give me a call at NJC Investments at any time, 570-586-5030. We can discuss that, see if it might be worth you doing homework in that area and if it's worth looking at these three particular. But I want to move over now to the resource I think that will be helpful to you if you have an interest in this area. If you go to ETF com etf.com mm -hmm. on the internet and then once you're there it'll give you information on the exchange traded fund area and different ones that are out there but you can type in and further search covered calls overview it will give you every covered call out there how they work what's performing best right now what's not doing so well newer ones and uh just give you it, it's a plethora of information for investors, if you're interested in the covered call area, again, it's a way to bring in income while you're waiting for the markets to hopefully, hopefully rebound, stabilize, and all of that. So again, the uh, website is etf.com. ETF then to further search, just type in covered calls. All right. Well, let's see. the studio hotline is ringing right now as we speak, Nick, uh, when that happens uh, this time of the week. 
Every Saturday morning, the phone's ringing. You know what that means. It's time for Mitchell's Mailbag. Yes, it is time for Mitchell's Mailbag here on the Your Financial Future program. This is where we answer your questions. And uh, how can you get those questions into us? Well, email would be the uh, would be the, the best way. It just send them to nick at njcinvestments.com and uh, put in the subject line, Mitchell's Mailbag. Who is Mitchell? It's Mitchell Dimitrik, our, uh, our colleague out there in the field. Uh, calling in to uh, give us some questions. Mitchell, how are you? DC, Nick, thank you for having me on this wonderful Saturday morning. Uh, I hope you all are enjoying the last weekend of January. Uh, I'm doing great on this morning. I, I hope you both are as well. We are. We're looking forward to your questions. We're keeping nice and toasty warm here in the luxurious corner office studio. <laughs> DC has provided us with a nice cup of coffee, and we've been just waiting for you and your questions. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Well, I'm ready to get started. All right. Well, let's get right into it. Uh, question number one, please. Go ahead. Alrighty. Question number one comes from Robin in Scranton. Robin asks, since we had such a good January in the markets, do you think the worst is behind us? I hope so. Or do you think we will set new lows in 2023? Robin, that seems to be the toughest question to answer this year so far. Thanks for listening in Scranton, PA, my hometown, D.C., the right. uh, electric city, they call that. Yes. Um, but uh, So we have two camps out there. We have those that believe that the worst is behind us. The Federal Reserve, which will be uh, coming up at the end of the month in the 1st of February and announcing what they're going to do with rates, should be coming to the end of their rate hike cycle and that we can just... Uh, start a nice rebound, which may have already started. They do not see us going into a deep recession. They do not see us going back to new lows. The other hand, there's always that other hand. DC. <laughs> right. On the other hand, we have a lot, including uh, Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, even my friend uh, Brian Westbury of First Trust Securities saying there's a lot of trouble ahead because we'll start to see earnings slow down. We'll start to see employment a tail off and unemployment tick up. Mm -hmm. He thinks we will go into recession at least by the second quarter of this year. I should say all three of them do. And uh, that the worst is not behind us. And as, as those pressures mount along with a, a housing market, that's really in recession already mm -hmm. that the market will go back and retest the lows of late October, early November, before we can move higher. But they're all saying the same thing, DC. They're saying by the second half of the year, it should be good. Uh, all right. Okay. But these are the same people that said at the beginning of the year that we weren't going anywhere and we're off to a good start. So there are no experts. That's what DC says. <laughs> yeah. My advice is to stay diversified. Keep your eye on earnings. Keep your eye on the news. And let's, as most of all, keep your eye on the Fed because they have been in charge of the markets for the last year, when they say they are just about done or finishing their rate hikes, stepping to the side, I think that's when the markets get better. And we may see it in February. We may see it at the March meeting, which is March 22nd. I think by then we should start to uh, have a clearer picture. Good. All right. We'll look forward to that. Let's get right on to question number two in Mitchell's mailbag. Mitchell, go ahead. What do you have for us? Already, question number two comes from Dan in Clark Summit. Dan asks, I'm looking to purchase Pennsylvania municipal bonds this year. 
what is the difference between buying an individual bond and buying a municipal bond mutual fund? Okay, Dan, very, very good question. So all municipal bonds are not created equal, right? If you're looking for Pennsylvania municipal bonds, which have tended to uh, hold up well in times of trouble, recession, and things of that. And so a lot of people looking at bonds and municipal bonds, Pennsylvania municipal bonds are triple tax-free, state, local, and federal, if you are a Pennsylvania resident. Mm -hmm. If you buy an individual bond, which is they're generally in $10,000 increments, if you buy an individual bond, it will have a maturity date, so you know exactly what you are going to get on the date of maturity. So if it's a five-year bond, five years down the road, you put $50,000 into it, you're going to get that $50,000 back on maturity and along the way you will get tax-free interest. Mm -hmm. If you do it in a, mun in a municipal bond mutual fund, first of all, if it's not a Pennsylvania municipal bond fund, it may be taxable statewide, so you have to be careful of that. But also... There's no maturity dates because the bonds are constantly coming and going. So you will get a market price along the way. You're not guaranteed to get your money back at a certain time. In fact, you're not guaranteed anything. But you can get tax-free income as well. Generally, municipal bonds, if you're buying large quantities, 50000 100000 200000 250000 I would look at the first start your search with the individual bonds. If you're looking in smaller quantities or if you're not certain that you can hold that bond all the way to maturity, then I might look at the uh, mutual funds. And there's other ways. There's ETFs. There's unit trust. If you need some help, give me a call in the office, 570-586-5030. Very good. One more question in Mitchell's mailbag here on the Your Financial Future program. Mitchell, what do you have for us? Alrighty, last, but certainly not least, question number three comes from Brian in Philadelphia. Big weekend in Philadelphia this weekend, D.C. How's Brian listening to us? Uh, Brian must be listening either, uh, either uh, probably on the uh, Radio Bold app on his uh, his um, uh, mobile device. For R-A-D-I-O-B-O-L-D, download it for your phone. You can listen to 94.3 FM, the talker, the live stream, anywhere you are. But uh, yeah, what's what's he got going on in Philly? What's uh, I think what's, the rodeo's in town, isn't it? The rodeo. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Brian asks, do you think the FANG stocks will make a comeback in 2023, or do you think it is better to stick with high-quality dividend-paying equities? Brian, another great question. DC, do you remember the FANG stocks? Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, and Google. That is right. All right. That is right. So uh, we were told to stay as far away from those because we have uh, high interest rates and they are growth companies in the tech area and they are the best performers this year mm -hmm. so far. Yeah. We don't know if that will continue, Brian. What, I'm going to go back to the theme. Have some of that have some dividend and income ideas in your portfolio as well. Diversify as much as you can. Uh, stay cautiously optimistic, but be a little bit more defensive in the first part of the year until we see what the Federal Reserve does. I'm hoping for better times as we go through the course of the year, and I think it can get that that date can be moved up quickly depending on what the Federal Reserve says on 
February 1st. Yes. All right. Well, very good. It's uh, your, more of your questions answered in the uh, Your Financial Future program and the Mitchell's Mailbag segment. And uh, again, get those questions in to nick at njcinvestments.com. Just send an email along. And uh, and uh, Mitchell Dimitrik, our colleague out there in the field, uh, thank you so much for getting these questions together again for us this week. DC, Nick, thank you both for having me on the show this weekend. Uh, and every other weekend as well. It's truly a blast. And I'm looking forward to answering some questions next weekend. All right, Mitchell. But before you go, I'm going to make you answer one question of mine since you got into that rodeo business in Philadelphia. Who are your teams? And we're not going to ask DC. He's given up on football. Right. Who are your teams this weekend? Man, you know, I had a feeling you were going to ask. It's so close. But I'm going to have to go with the Cincinnati Bengals and sorry DC I need I need you to cover your ears for this part you don't mind. I'm gonna go with the 49ers wow DC of course from the Philadelphia area yes of course well we'll see it'll be they're good matchups uh-huh. we'll they, see. It, both be great games how about you Nick oh uh, well I'm not gonna take a pick and I'll take a pick for the Super Bowl but I will say this I think that the four best teams in football are are now in the uh in the That's, playoffs. Yeah. Right. You think? That's yeah. Very, you know, I was going to say, you know, the big winner this weekend is football. There you, you know? go. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, come back. We'll review all this next week. Yep. We sure will. That again, Mitchell Dimitrik, our colleague in the field. He's here every week, DC. He gives us his uh, questions and his football picks as well. Yes, of course. We're happy to hear from Mitchell. Absolutely. Yes. We're happy to have him. Yeah. Let's take our last break right here. When we come back, we'll catch you up on where what sectors are performing best to start the year, and we'll try to fit one more in DC as well. So please stay with us. Your financial future back after this message. Hi. This is Nick Colarossi. I am a certified retirement counselor at NJC Investments. This is the year to take control of your finances. Whether you're getting ready for retirement or just getting started, there are strategies that you can implement right now to fortify your investment portfolio and take advantage of some unique opportunities being created by our changing markets. Need help? We're always happy to talk to you at NJC Investments. You can reach us at 570-586-5030. That's 570-586-5030. And don't forget to check out our weekly radio program, Your Financial Future, heard every Saturday morning on 94.3 FM, The Talker. At NJC Investments, we are helping to take the mystery out of your financial future. Securities offered through Lee Baldwin and Company, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Welcome back and thanks for staying with us here on The Talker. This is the Your Financial Future program with Nick Colarossi of NJC Investments. That guy across the massive soundboard, he's Mr. DC Taylor of Bold Gold Radio fame. He's the guy that does all these programs on the weekend. You should thank him because he certainly makes 94.3 FM The Talker the information station for the entire nation right here on the weekends. Well, DC, I want to just catch you up. I I gave you where we stand year to date in the markets, but Uh, what sectors are performing best? I think this will surprise you. 
there were three sectors mm -hmm. that at the end of 2022, coming into 2023, there were three sectors that the experts said, these are the sectors that will be best for you to be in right now. Do you remember basically what they were? Do you have a uh, shout them out? Utilities. That's one. Um, consumer staples. That's two. And healthcare. Healthcare is number three. Healthcare is number three. Some threw in financials, but right. those were the top three for safety and security and growth in 2023. There are three, three sectors of the S&P 500 that are negative for the year. Can you guess what they are? Uh, utilities, consumer staples, and healthcare. You are correct. How about that, DC? <laughs> right. And so you're you're watching all these talking heads on the business program. This is where you need to be. That and these are the these are the smartest of the smart on Wall Street. Sure, it goes to show you you are just as smart as them, right? <laughs> healthcare down one point seven percent year to date. Consumer staples down one point nine percent year to date, and utilities down two point three percent year-to-date through January 26th, according to Standard & Poor's. Mm -hmm. So everywhere they told us to be is, is the worst place so far. Right. And these things, of course, these change from week to week, month to month. We'll see how it plays out through the course of the year. I just found it entertaining that they were completely wrong. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the best performing sectors year-to-date. Communication services up 13.8%. Consumer discretionary, the opposite of consumer staples. Consumer discretionary up 11.9% year-to-date. Information technology up 9.4% for the year. Real estate, real estate, DC. No. You were supposed to stay as far away from that as possible. Right. Up 8.2% year-to-date. Materials up 7.7%. Energy, which had the best year last year, still up 6.3% to start 2023. Then we have financials up 5.8% and industrials up 2.6%. So it looks like more leaning towards technology in the early goings of 2023. Mm -hmm. And we'll see how the rest of the year plays out. Of course, that was the most oversold area in 2022. So we might just be getting a little bit of catch back up there. Right. We'll see. Stay tuned every week. We'll keep you up to date on where we stand. Well, DC, how much time do we have left in the program? I got a little over two minutes. Let me go quick here with uh, Barron's from January 23rd. Now, in the January 16th Barron's magazine, they had last year's roundtable picks. They get 10 of the gurus of, of Wall Street to give their picks. They were mostly wrong yeah. last year. Yeah. Uh, sig significantly wrong. But the one that came closest was Mario Gabelli. And since we covered his, uh, his value closed-in fund, which is Gabelli Dividend and Income Trust a few weeks back, GDV, was picked up by one of the analysts, thought it was a good buy with a value orientation to it with a 6% current dividend yield. I thought we'd finish out with his stock picks for 2023. His ideas, not ours, DC. Uh -huh. We'll follow him along, but let's, uh, let's give you some information for Mario Gabelli's stock picks. First up, Liberty Braves Group, B-A-T-R-A, -A, Madison Square Garden Sports, M-S-G-S, Wynn Resorts is W-Y-N-N, Caesars Entertainment, C-Z-R, Crane Holdings, C-R. Again, these are Mario Gabelli's picks. A Wall Street guru runs the Gabelli Dividend and Income Trust, GDV, well-known income fund. His other picks here, DC, are 
Crane Holdings, CR, Textron, TXT, Warner Brothers Discovery, WBD, Paramount Global, PARA, Grupo Televisa, TV, Drillquip, DRQ, and Halliburton, HAL, all more leaning towards the value side on Gabelli. Right. Again, just one man's opinion. If you're interested there, do your homework. And remember, not every investment is right for every investor. With that, DC, I hear the music coming up. We've got another one in the books. Yes. Thanks for your help this morning. You're very welcome. And let's remind everyone, there is never a bad time to make a good investment. If you have a question on anything that we cover today, you can reach us at NJC Investments 570-586-5030. Thank you again for tuning in to the Your Financial Future program on 94.3 FM, The Talker. May God bless you and may God bless America. Make it a great week. We'll see you next Saturday. This has been a Filmwise presentation. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities offered through Lee Baldwin & Company, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC.